listeners, welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, speaking, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vester. How's it going anyways, Kyle? This is the disruptor, and he's doing pretty good. He's doing, doing pretty not bad he, anyways, Caleb. He talks in third person. I tried doing that for about a week of my life. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Just to piss people off, because that would be my motivation. After, yeah, it was very annoying. <laughs> yeah. But I think I was inspired by that Family Guy episode <laughs> where Peter Griffin starts doing it. And it's only for like three seconds because that's how long every single every bit. joke is. I hate Family Guy, but that one made me laugh. He gets knocked out and he's, Peter, away. he's annoying everybody. And then yeah. somebody punches him out. He awakes several hours later, peels himself <laughs> off the floor. <laughs> I always, I never understood why comics hated Family Guy. It, you just literally get to write a new joke. Every scene that has nothing to do with the scene. It was so it'd annoying. Be, it'd be fun. It'd be fun to write on that. Also, the animation was terrible. Also, you know. It I liked it. I'd never. I didn't love it. It wasn't my favorite show, but I never got the hate. I hated it. I guess because it, it was so popular. I'm an elitist douche, <laughs> and it was so much worse than South Park. Mm. Not even close. They're not the same show at all. Okay, but Family Guy's like a broad. South Park is tremendous. Yeah, and Family Guy sucks. Okay. So how's your week, Kyle? Yeah, What'd you get up to? Uh, I've been taking care of my girlfriend's fucking horse dog. I hate that dog. Do I slammed its him? head in the door just now. <laughs> Not on purpose. I was walking Jesus down and I closed Christ, the door behind dude. me and went thunk. <laughs> and it was like, Are you serious? Yeah, it was just like. Oh, it, man. I didn't mean to. She listens to this. Yeah, I hit, slammed your <laughs> dog's head in the door. Like fucking, uh, what's his name in Lockstock, two, two Smoking Barrels? Vinny? Oh, Cousin yeah. Cousin Vinny slammed that. That's what I did to your dog. Fuck it. God <laughs> damn. Is there anything left of him up there? No, he's fine. He took it like a champ. He's yeah. got a big fucking head. Yeah, he probably that didn't dog even has notice. A, he didn't notice. That, I have been raising a dog raised by a woman, and I, they, don't know how to, they don't know how to raise a dog. There's not one girl I've ever met that raised her dog, and I was like, oh, that's a disciplined fucking dog. That dog does what it's told, doesn't shit in the house. Not once you in my it, fucking life. You heard it here first. Women can't raise dogs. They alone, can't. Here's what happens. Let alone children. Their oh. main primary purpose in life. They're good at that. Here's the problem. <laughs> that those children turn into adults, right? And mm -hmm. then you can resent an adult. You can't resent a kid. Yeah. Right? We had this discussion before. We made dogs look like puppies all the time. So this, her dog, Gus, he's smart. He's super smart. He's like half black, lab, half Malamute, something like that. And a uh, really smart dog, but he'll just look at you and give you like a fuck you look and then do what he wants. Kyle, God, I, I don't know damn if he's it. doing that. No, he is. He is. Kyle, Kyle sees a slight where there is no slight. Sometimes. No, this is a slight. <laughs> so let's let like he got off his leash. They, my auntie let him out the door as I just taken him for a long walk. Mm -hmm. Comes back in. I'm helping my grandma take her bags to her car and uh, he gets out the door. He's just right beside me. It's fine. Like, come here, Gus. He just goes, looks at me. Dead in the eye and runs. That's a fuck you. If I've ever saw one, that is a dead fuck you. Or he's a dog and he's just like, that guy's saying some shit. I don't know. I'm going to go over here. Oh, hell no. He knows. Dogs. Here's the problem. She never, she never disciplines his dog. I got in this argument. This is what happens. The dog will do. He'll run away. Mm -hmm. Like a look at her. Give her a fuck you face. I just want to take this. And just run away. I want to take this one quick second to point yeah. out that both your dogs, Remy and the other one, are yeah. shitty, shitty dogs also. First of all, Remy's my mom's dog. I just covered so that. Race, so I just covered that. I just covered that. It's my mom's dog. He sucks. Remy sucks. <laughs> Remy does whatever he wants. He's a little piece of shit. Maverick's an old man. Maverick's great. He's he he's 11. influenced by Remy. Yeah, he does. He just... barks. He barks. He never used to until Remy, but 
He does now because he's every old. Every time I come to the house, every single time I come to this house to record the podcast, pandemonium. They don't the like you. <laughs> I know. Stop slamming their heads indoors. Well, maybe. Yeah. See? See what the cycle we have going on here of mistrust? Yeah. So I've been walking this fucking horse and picking up its shit. It is a nightmare. That is the worst. It is. It is the worst. I've been taking care of this fucking dog. I have to take him for these walks. Here's the thing. He was running away on me. My black lab has a... He was a hunting trained dog, right? He's a lab Maverick. Now. Yeah. He, uh, so he, he grew up with a shot collar for training. Mm-hmm. It's more of a, like a reminder because there are different levels. Like a reminder to look back. But when he's not listening, yeah, there's a shock one. So I put this fucking shot collar on this dog. I'm like, this dog is getting trained while he's here. I told my girlfriend, this dog's in boot camp now. I don't give a fuck. Here's the thing. The dog will do some fucked up, then come to her and roll on its back. And she'll just go, oh, see, he's sorry. That's not disciplining him. No, it isn't. Just saying, oh, he's sorry and being nice. He doesn't know that what you're fucking saying to him. You're totally right. So I'm taking this dog out. And the first thing he does, I got the shot collar on him, is he runs. And I'm like, Gus, here. Gus, here. Gus, here. What the fuck was that? He looks at He's like looking around. What was that? Gus here. Bzzz. Guess what? Now he listens. Now he listens pretty damn well. Took him. Took two walks. Third walk. Didn't even need to shock him. That's there you go. But he's he's fucking smart. And he's just a prick. Um, I had a pretty good week. Oh, there's more. Oh, there's more. There's more of this horrible story. So I'm gonna put you through it just because I need to vent. Okay, here we go. So I'm I'm walking. People don't people don't bug you. Like dog people. Mm. I didn't realize that was a whole segment of people, but once you start walking two dogs, they all come out of the woodwork. Oh my God. They all come out. It's incredibly annoying. You're walking one dog and they're like, might be normal, you know? Two dogs are like, he's one of us. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) So these fucking people. (laughs) Yeah. These fucking people. They keep on coming up and talking to me. Oh my God. I hate that. And they're awful. They're unbearable. And I'm trying to be nice, but inside I'm filled with rage. Kyle's, Kyle's veneer of niceness lasts about three minutes. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. That's all I can tolerate of people's bullshit. And it's not like I'm being like, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm trying to exit the conversation, but yeah. they won't let you. So then I'm just, I think my face changes because I don't ever have to say anything. Oh, they just go. When we, when we, when I first met you, I was like, that guy's a dick. That guy's a real dick. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I am. If everyone says it, it has to be true, right? So this one fucking guy, I told you, got a black lab and Gus, the big horse. So I'm walking them both, and this guy's like, oh, looks like you got your hands full there. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sakes. I got to get in a conversation with this dog-having asshole. He's got a little mid-sized poodle this piece of shit has, right? Yep. So I know what I'm not going to like him. You're like, right about off the like bat. Cars. He's got a mid-sized. He does. He's got a mid-sized poodle. This guy fucking makes bad decisions is my point. Yeah. He chose that dog, probably, or at least got given to him. Either way, he knows some <laughs> bad people. <laughs> so... Then he goes, oh, it looks like you got our hands full there. And then he's like, what kind of dog is that? Points to Maverick. I'm like, he's a lab, right? Trying to be nice. Mm-hmm. And he just goes, what kind? <laughs> and I'm like, black? <laughs> it's a black lab. Could If I say he's a lab, the color... should have said nigger. <laughs> right? I don't know. I don't know. So he proceeds to tell me that there's actually two kind of labs, because that's what he wanted to do, is just throw his information oh. in my face about my own dog. Yeah, he's one of those, like... Ask, how are you doing today? I'll tell you how I'm doing today. Oh, 100%. And then he proceeded to be like, like condescend me. Yeah. I was, I was about to lose it. He's like, is this even your dog? 
because I didn't know what kind of lab he was. Yeah. I was fucking furious. There's two kinds of black labs or two kinds of labs. Two kinds of black labs, apparently. I'm like, cool. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I literally had to go like at the end. I was like, I don't care. I don't care. And I walked away. I was like, I'm going to let, you know how like they were all sniffing each other. I'm going to let the horse go because he will eat your dog. Perfect. He will straight up eat it. And then this conversation will be over <laughs> immediately. <laughs> it will try to be prying my dog off of your dog once getting eaten. Do you not Would sit, you like that? Uh, do you know how to do it the what? best way? What? Uh, no, I don't pick actually. Pick it up by the hind legs. <laughs> That's not true. It's true. You have full control of the dog. You can't do anything <laughs> if you pick it up by the hind legs. I can't remember where I read that, but uh, it's come in handy once You're before. Could a wheelbarrow the dog? Yeah, you just pick it up and drag it away. It can't do anything. And th- that like, sounds right, actually. It <laughs> is right. Like think about a dog. Fucking Ooh, like, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's I thought you, you picked it up by like where the parents picked it up when it was a puppy, like run the scruff of the neck. Oh, sure, but try and pick up your big dog like that. Just go I like to, it easily. Just grab his back, hind but, legs. Yeah. Then you got him. That's funny. I'm going to use that. That probably does work. It probably does, freaks him the fuck it out. It does right? work. My dog was attacked, and then somebody told me that, and then I've used it one other time, and it worked perfect. Oh, another guy. So, like, Gus, has, he's like an alpha, mm-hmm. which is annoying, because he's bit every dog in this house. Mm-hmm. Not, like, hard, but hard enough to make him yelp, you know? Yeah. Not, like, piercing. I'm the alpha male, big dog. Yeah. So, he's... I'm kinda like, like Kind of like me on this podcast. And that's unacceptable behavior, and my girlfriend's moving to a new house with a dog, so I'm trying to fucking train the shit train this behavior out of this fucking dog mm-hmm. at least while he's got the collar on so we can send him there with the collar and he won't mess around if it's on right okay i'm hoping he doesn't fucking bite this dog <laughs> or she's not gonna get the place you know yeah what I mean? so i'm out with the with the collar on and this is like the second time and i'm like a little agitated that around other dogs while he's walking i'm like i don't want him to fucking bite i don't know the dog that well mm-hmm. i don't want to bite another dog so they're sniffing People are too friendly with their fucking dog. I'm like, do you see how big this fucking dog is? Yeah, people, you're just bringing your dog up to it? People are morons. Are you fucking retarded? Especially people who own dogs. They're, they've already demonstrated that they're less than, that they can't talk to people. <laughs> yeah. So they require something that's a fucking idiot. They to need be a around. filter. Yeah, and so they'll talk to people like, through I, the dog. I like the companionship of this thing that can't contribute <laughs> yeah, at all. Exactly. Yeah. I, I hate dogs. But people talk through their dog. They'll be like, oh, yeah. isn't, uh, isn't isn't Caleb such a bully? Yeah. Oh isn't my god. Caleb a bully? Oh my and you're god. Like I'm gonna hit did, you. Did, is he saying that? <laughs> Kick the dog in the face. <laughs> is that what he just said? <laughs> That's a funny skit. Uh, but what the hell is that talking about? Oh, yeah. So we walk this fucking dog, and he's letting his dog sniff mine. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, got Gus in a tight leash, which they say is bad, but I mean, I can pull him easier that way. Yeah. So we're walking away. Everything went well, and his dog runs up from behind, right? Mm-hmm. Starts aggressively, like, sniffing his ass, Gus's ass. So Gus turns around and goes, bah, 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 and, like, goes after the dog. And he gets off leash, and I'm like, Gus, no! And Gus is like, You let him go? He pulled out. Okay. He pulled. So you let him go? Yeah. Okay. He pulled out of my grip. I'm wearing mittens. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm not kidding. You don't have good grip. My mittens. So, <laughs> so I'm like, Gus, no! And I've been fucking training him, so he listens and gets down, lays down, yeah. right? And the dude is, like, thinking of being an asshole, right? He's like, they're oh. just, he's like, he's just telling him off. I'm like, how about I let him kill your fucking dog? Yeah. How about I let him he murder started talking, it? talking, berating you? Yeah. No, he was just, like, condescending me. He's like, he's just telling him off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I yelled at Gus to not kill his dog. Uh. That's what literally, I was like, Gus, no, because he's attacking his dog. Uh. And the dude's like, it's fine, man. 
I, don't yell at your dog. Man, those are those scenarios are so annoying when a dog. It's like we're, we're, what we're gonna do now is we're both gonna fight and let our, and we're dogs are gonna fight too and then we're gonna clean have to clean both Gus, of you up. You you're gonna have to Gus clean both of you up. How about that? Can leave victorious. Oh fuck! I hate it up here. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Everyone has nice Christmas decorations. At least you got a car. That's that, nice. Yeah. At least you got a car that works. <laughs> it's still in second gear, right? Yeah. It starts it's starting to smell like gas everywhere I go. So what? It smells of gasoline. So. That's weird. I wonder if the car's gonna explode. I've been smoking weed <laughs> in it a lot. This okay. You tell, should keep the window tell me down. If this by the way, is my if fault. That's, if that's oh, the happening. window's smashed. So don't. Oh worry. right, good. Because <laughs> you can pass out like that. Yeah. Well, the window's wide open. So tell me, this is my fault. At first, I was furious, but now, in retrospect, I this is I feel like it's my fault. So my sister is a terrible driver. <laughs> She's totaled five or six cars. Well, she sucks. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm going to make this a thing, too. <laughs> Women are bad drivers. Not all of them, but <laughs> there is a lot of them. You know what I mean? My sister. There's plenty of guy bad drivers, too. Plenty of them. I don't know anyone that's totaled multiple vehicles. Yeah. My sister has. Well, so. My si- two of my sister's friends growing up did. Are, None of my friends did. Our sample size is like 10 people, then. I get that. Anyway, so my sister sucks at driving to the point where she, like, gets anxiety about it. So, well, that's what happens. That's why my sister and my sister's friends growing up got it's all anxiety based crashes. Yeah, they would like get in one little accident and they get nervous well, every her, time and panic. Her last one was a bee flew in the car and she just fucking sixty kilometers an hour into a brick wall. So holy fuck! Ah! <laughs> Are you serious? Not that. Not maybe. Like she went sideways into it. She's that's she fucked up, man. Yeah, she's bad. You okay? Uh, she, that? No, this is a long time ago. This is, but she doesn't like driving. Still, like one time. This is, this car, is, so, so instead most, of getting stung, she crashed her car into a brick wall. <laughs> most of the time, um, due to the circumstances, circumstances Sorry. of the accidents, yeah. they were not her fault. Like once, the first one she got in, I was actually in the car. I was teaching her how to drive. Oh, and, that's nice. And uh, we had been driving Big for like brother. two hours. Okay, this is how bad she is at driving. Mm-hmm. The first time we came to a roundabout, this is a different story. First time we came to a roundabout, she panicked, froze said ah ah locked her elbows <laughs> and drove right the fuck over the roundabout like right over it didn't slow down didn't break didn't turn or nothing Wah! Go, 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 go. i was like holy fuck i grabbed the steering wheel so that's what we're dealing with here holy fuck my sister there's a garbage truck parked at the end of our driveway straight up backed out without looking just going like 30 just right into it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> the garbage truck driver got out. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It filled the whole end of the driveway. All right, time to go to work. <laughs> if you looked backwards for a fraction of a second, you would have seen it. Also, coming out the door, did she not see it? Uh, I guess it pulled up after she got in the car. Okay. So she, she says. Did her makeup for a few minutes? I guess so. Oh. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck. So, my sis- this is her first car accident. We've been driving around. I'm on edge, right, for few days now we've been driving for a few days it's still like i have to tell her to slow down and stuff i'm trying to get her to anticipate to look ahead see a light turn red and then maybe take your foot off the gas yeah that kind of a thing so we're driving around i'm bored as fuck i start uh texting on my phone or something i look up and there's just like red lights like right there i'm like stop 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 she slams on the brakes we come within an inch of hitting this car holy shit she looks at me like close one wham we get smoked in the back boom we go into the car in front of us 
everyone freaks out. Airbags, airbags explode. She's crying. Um, so it's right in front of a Starbucks. It's I mean, all... it's not going to be her fault. The other but guy it was is texting. a little bit her fault. Oh, it's a whole all her fault. Not all her fault. Well, the that other guys sure mostly his fault. But... Okay, well, I would have said preventable accident if my sister would have been breaking normally. Yeah. Anyways, this the whole Starbucks comes out. We said we saw that guy on their phone. She's like, you know, a twenty year old girl crying. Was he on his phone? Yeah, and he left before the cops came. So oh, that's fucked up. So why? not her fault. Because uh, drunk. I don't know why. Because he, he was on his phone probably. Anyways. Next next car accident. Um, it's you know eleven at night. Not a lot of cars. She's driving up to an intersection where she has a green light. There's another car coming at speed. Her mm-hmm. fia- her husband, her fiance or boyfriend at the time goes. That car's coming up pretty fast. Fast. He goes. He'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> goes through the light. Gets full blown fucking t bone. Rolls the car like oh. mir- miraculous that they weren't severely hurt. That is so Kay. her fault too. Yeah, right? I mean it's more it's more that whoever guy, was driving the other car's he fault. He ran a red light. But if you see it, not only do you see it, but your boyfriend sees it and goes, "That guy's coming up pretty quick," and you go, "Yeah, it'll be fun." Right. So that's what we're dealing Just with. Just no it. awareness. Yeah. Zero aware- or awareness. Or like, yeah. Or decision making ability. Yeah. That's like the, when she got to the roundabout. Ah. Boom <laughs> boom. I saw a dude do that two months ago. Yeah. And then I looked, and it was. Presumably, a forty-year-old dude, hands, pre- face pressed against a steering wheel. You know, one yeah. of those, one of those guys just drove right over the. Was center. he wasted or just like a bad driver? You know, I think he was some kind of foreign. I would guess. Okay, but I couldn't tell. You're, you're his hitting all the stereotypes. No, for real though. There's a <laughs> lot of foreigners out in like Kelowna area for some reason. A lot of like uh, exchange and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you get a lot of brand new drivers. Like on our roads? That's true, new drivers. Yeah. Anyways, let me finish my story. So my sister's constantly asking me to take her places when I just want to lend her the car because I don't want to go. Can you take me to this place? Do you want the car? Can you take me here? Do you want the car? She says, can you take me to the airport? And I said, do you want the car? Or She's like, it's six in the morning. I was like, do you want the car? She's like, okay. Now, she didn't say often she's picking up people or Jonah or something from the airport. I thought she was going to pick up her husband from the airport. Um, she wanted a ride to the airport. So she just said, okay, without saying, how are you going to get the car? Are you going to need the car later? Oh, for real? So I wake up <laughs> at eight. Where's the car? Oh, Vashti's. I took it to the airport. It's in long-term parking. I was like, what the fuck, Vashti? <laughs> She's like, you told me to take it. And I was so fucking mad. But then I was like, I guess that's, I did. That's kind of on you. I did tell her to take it. Didn't it's kind I? of on you because you know her. I know her, which is why I always jump to, can you take the car? And she, like, at th- at least a, a word of protest. <laughs> I get up at 8 in the morning. My car's at the fucking airport. I'm like, oh, I'm late for work. <laughs> I was in, Luckily, my girlfriend's a saint. She had the day off. She got her friend to drive her out there. This is recently. Up. This is on Monday. Oh, was, this is on Monday? Yeah, it was on Monday. So oh, I was I had no car awesome. for, like, the whole day. It was fucking annoying. Plus, um, you had to pay to get out of parking? Yeah, it was 10 bucks. It was... <laughs> A giant fuck around. <laughs> and she was like, oh, my hands are clean. <laughs> you said, <laughs> so you said to take it. <laughs> you know what? Ignorance is great. I was so I mean, mad. You can do so much shit by going, I don't know. I thought. I just oh, do whatever you want. Dude, I'm, it's, it's, it sounds awesome. When I, I when wish I, I had framed, that power. When I work construction, yep. you know, Caleb, go do this. 
I think there's a better way to do it. No, you're doing it that way. I'm paid by the hour. <laughs> no problem. Another boss comes by. What the fuck are you doing? So-and-so told me to do it this way. What the fuck? <laughs> you know what? Good. Fuck yeah. that guy. Tell him. Dude, if, I get it, if I'm a laborer getting paid by the hour, I'll do it however the fuck you tell me to. I'll do it wrong. Yeah. I'll do it right. I won't even do it. You know what I mean? So I'll do whatever you say. I had a great weekend. Um, we went to Vancouver. We did the Outsiders show, which is like an audition to get into Just for Laughs. Right. Um, listen, okay, so it's all. If I had to explain a little bit, it's the surrounding areas in BC, essentially. Yeah, more so or less. Like Vancouver Island, Interior, and Fraser Valley, or something against Kelowna. So, yeah, well, Kelowna against the island, then the winner against Fraser Valley. I don't know. Also, okay. comedy competitions by nature are dumb. Let's They're have dumb. an. I art hate them. I hate them. I, I I hate them, but I also hate losing. It's a weird thing. Like I'm competitive. See, here, here's the thing. Same, same. So if you go play sports, it's objective who won. Everyone yeah. knows who won, yeah. right? And if it if it's contested at all, like in a in a boxing match, and everyone knows who won, even if they lost, everyone yeah. goes that guy should have won. Whatever. Yeah. In comedy, it's not like that. You can go up there and fucking murder. And someone will come up with a sob story, and they'll like that person, and they'll just vote for or him. You and just then bring you, friends, and well, yeah, well, yeah. buy the, the friends votes. things way worse. It's so annoying. So, but I really wanted to win this, and we went down there. Me and uh, we did well. We uh, won the first round. No, we didn't. We lost both rounds. Kelowna lost. But are me, you fucking kidding me? Fifteen, thirteen. So out of thirty people there, uh, we we lost by two, and then me and Matt advanced. Kelowna lost. I know. I know. Who lost? It was me, Matt, V, and Conrad um, versus like four guys. I hadn't heard. Th- they were pretty funny, actually. Good. They were good this time? They were good. They were better than last year, I believe. Take that shit, Vancouver Island. <laughs> um, but uh, so the booker for Just for Laughs was supposed to be there, right? So we get a text at like noon. Oh. Hey, everyone, just so you know, the booker for Just for Laughs is going to be there. No rape, no misogyny, no this, no that. And everyone's like, the fuck fuck you also fuck you but then she didn't even show up i know isn't that annoying well also first of all <laughs> no one's gonna do most of those material most of that material anyways i know but if there's a hint of any of that shit go fuck yourself yeah the- if it kills in the room that's on you that's not on me you know if everyone else likes it and you're the only one that doesn't that's on you so we had a good showing there and um so I was, I was pretty high. I on, hate that. I was pretty I high on my. That I so was pretty much. high on my comedy abilities. Yeah, you uh, until, you're pretty fired up about your tight five. Yeah, um, going up there with it went it went well. It went well, but then today, I get a I had a gig, I had a Christmas party booked for December, and Dave had Dave had done it for me, and then I got a message from Dave today. Uh, yeah, they don't want to use you. They went and looked at your YouTube clip. <laughs> From what? From my, I guess I have one bit piece of stand-up for two. Dude, for I, that's what I've been telling fucking every goddamn comedian. Yeah. Don't post your shit on YouTube. It'll never get you anything, and it'll only ruin your shit. It was from 2012, so it's six years oh, old. Oh, that fucking sucks, man. So Yeah, I know. It does suck. I just thought it was... Uh, you're more disappointed than I was. I am, because I've been telling everyone this. When everyone's putting all their shit on YouTube, I'm like, you're not going to get anything from this. You're no. going to get zero traction, and if anyone wants to book you and they Google and find that... You're they might like, not book you. You're gonna look. Like, that's exactly what happened. Especially even if you love your material, a year later you're not going to. Yeah. Give it one year, you're gonna wish that wasn't on YouTube. I know. You know what I mean? So why put it up there? I don't. I think I had to. I put it on for some sort of uh, audition or. See something. that might. That's. I get that. Like have a tape 
yeah. to submit to like a festival if you want to do it or whatever. But don't leave it on YouTube. But all, up till today, I was feeling like I'm almost a professional comedian. And now I just got right slammed back down to Well, that reality. doesn't count. That's a six-year-old. Those are six-year-old bits. Whatever. I lost a, I lost a $400 gig. So. It was 400 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Delete that off of YouTube. <laughs> I know. Piece of shit. Also, so, delete your name off this podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think it was two weeks ago we had an email that asked about uh, procrastination in the Bible. And I told the parable of Jesus, or uh, Jesus told about the three workers. And said, doesn't matter, because at the end of the day, we're all going to heaven. Yeah. I went and looked at some th- further verses about procrastination for a guy. And I was uh, pointed to my favorite book of the Bible, which is Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes is like a prophet. And he basically talks about how pointless life is. Everything is meaningless under the sun. I love him. <laughs> so I got How long a, is the book? Um, it's not that long. It's only... Well, it wouldn't be. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's only uh, 12 chapters, maybe 20 pages. Okay. Less. So here's a Bible verse about procrastination. So uh, I'm giving you the long form so you have context. Most people just read the end, but I'll give you the beginning too. So it says, uh, this is from Ecclesiastes 9, a common destiny for all, which is nowhere. Go, eat your food with gladness and drink your wine with a joyful heart. That's what we do. We get drunk all the time. That's the Bible telling you it's fine. <laughs> For it is now that God favors what you're you here. do. Always be clothed in white and anoint your head with oil. Enjoy life with your wife, whom you love, all the days of this meaningless life that God has given you <laughs> under the sun. That's the Bible acknowledging that your life is pur- purposeless. Do you know what? It is, though. If God cre- also created like Earth, mm-hmm. but then created eternal bliss in heaven, this life is pointless. This this life is just a test to make sure it's you not get a bad to, person filter. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's not even a bad person filter because bad people can still say they love God. You and know get what? I heaven. take that back. It's uh, do you follow this one specific rule filter? Yeah. So uh, so where were we? All the meaningless, all your meaningless days, for it is this for this is your lot in life, and in your toil. Um, sorry, for this is your lot in life, and in your toilsome labor under the sun. Whatever your fi- your hand finds, do it with all your might. For in the grave where you are going, there is neither working nor planning nor knowledge nor wisdom. So do everything as hard as you can. There's a bunch more verses in Proverbs about that. Um, there's a couple good ones that See, I want to read. That one is what I expected the Bible to be, the whole Bible to be like. Good like, advice by the way. and shit. Just written that way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's the classic, like, like with phrasing of knowledge, like it sounds like they're conveying something instead of, so then God did this yeah. and, then no, he, so, no, and then he did Ecclesiastes this. Ecclesiastes is by far the most, like Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, maybe Song of Solomon, uh, a couple of Galatians have mm-hmm. like advice to live your life by. Proverbs is probably the best book of the Bible for like advice. Oh, okay. Cool. Pro- Proverbs has, uh, you know, a sluggard's appetite is never filled. But the desires of the dil- diligent are fully satisfied. See, that's the shit I'm talking about. All, that stuff's cool, man. All hard work brings profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. You know what I kind of like the idea of? Yeah. Of having like a yin and yang merch on t-shirts. Like a fucked up quote. And then, and a, then good a good one? quote on the back. Like a fucked up quote on the front and a good one on the back. Yeah. Or I, I wanted to have like. We've got a lot of merch ideas. We need to get on that. Yeah, soon. we should. Yeah. That's not that's not for the podcast. Should we get into the <laughs> Bible there, Kyle? You're right. Yeah. 
Okay. Do it. Where would we leave off again? We were talking about Balaam and his oracles to the Israelites. So Balaam was hired by uh, Balak. Balak. Wow, Kyle. Dude, I'm uh, the king of now. Moab to curse the Israelites, and every time he just ended up blessing the Israelites. Yeah, hilariously, by the way. And Moab was getting uh, more and more distraught. So I think we were at Balaam's fourth. Uh, I think we're oracle? past here. Or the final oracles? Oh, maybe. Read? I'm not sure. I can't no, remember. No, we read all the oracles. So we're at uh, Numbers 25. Moab seduces Israel. So Balaam has just given um, like six prophecies where he was supposed to curse the Israelites, but he blessed them every time. And I remember at the end, the king's like bargaining with him, like just bless some of them at least for the love of God. Yeah. And then he said... Uh, curse them, I mean, sorry. Just curse them. Yeah. So here's uh, verse 12. Uh, Balak or verse 10, then Balak's anger burned against Balaam. He struck his hands together and said said to him, I summoned you to curse my enemies, but you have blessed them these three times. Now (laughs) leave it once and go home. I said I would reward you handsomely, but the Lord has kept you from being rewarded. Balaam answered Balak, did I not tell the messengers, even if Balak gave me his palace filled with silver and gold, I could not do anything of my own accord, good or bad. Uh, and I must only say what the Lord says. Now I'm going back to my people. Um, so then he says two more prophecies, and then we get to Moab seduces Israel. Now this is a weird part because did it in your opinion, Kyle? Yeah. Did Balaam do as God said? Uh, literally word for word every time. Okay. I feel like now Balaam's about to get blamed throughout the rest of the Bible. They're saying Balaam as he led the Israelites astray. This is yeah. I remember talking about this at the end of the last it's, one. Because I I read it again, and I was like, he did nothing except what God said. He says, I won't go if you don't want me to go. God says, go. Then God puts an angel in front of him, right? It's literally the rewriting of history where, like, God will do a bunch of fucked up shit. They'll be like, he's so forgiving. Jesus Jesus himself says, like, the curse of Balaam. Are you serious? Yeah, Jesus does. Whereas, like, he did everything God said, and then right after, they're like, Balaam was a horrible person. Yeah. He didn't listen to God. Yeah. And you're like, did he do... Despite having access to great riches, fulfill yeah. every word God told him. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that. And he's a, he's a scapegoat. So Moab seduces Israel. So while Israel was staying in Shittim, <laughs> is that real? S H I T T I M, Shittim. That place probably sucks. Or Shittim. Uh, while Israel was staying in Shittim, the men began to indulge in sexual immorality with Moabite women. Oh, hell yeah. I like the word indulge. I like the word indulge. That's kind of like treat yourself. Oh, it is. They're like, they're doing, they're going beyond just a little taste here and there. Did you fuck They're really chick? getting in I, there. I indulged. Dude, myself. I ate her ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's probably what they were doing. God hates butt stuff. <laughs> hates it. For sure. So, um, with Moab. Fresh out of a bath, though, would you, do you get down? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if she asked, I think we've talked about this. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm not into it. <laughs> Um, they began, began to indulge in sexual immorality with Moabite women who invited them to sacrifices to their gods. The people explain that. So invited them as sacrifices. No, they invited them like, let's go sacrifice to Baal. Oh, let's go. What? They're going to sacrifice to the Moab chicks gods. Yeah. Like that's how they're picking these girls up. Um, that's what they're doing. They're basically having orgies at the altar as how it kind of comes across later. Awesome. So sweet pickup line, you know, like parties back. You don't want to plague, do you? 
Yeah. Fuck me in front of this bloody altar. Well, parties back in the day, right? They'd have, you know, like the Feast of Tabernacles. It's a party for God. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So they were going to these mobile. They're like, you want to come to our party? We're sacrificing some shit to Baal. It's going to be a good time. We're probably going to take our tops off. The, that's what these girls are saying. Yeah. To them. To the Israelites. Oh, okay. So the Israelites, uh, the people ate and bowed down before these gods. So Israel joined in worshiping Baal of Peor, and the Lord's anger burned against them. Slow to anger, abounding <laughs> in merciful forgiveness of rebellion. The first hint of any rebellion, and he's burning <laughs> yeah. with anger. A quick side note. Furious. Baal is uh, one of the old gods that gets mentioned a lot. I don't know if Oh, you... I didn't even recognize that. Bale, B-A-A-L. Okay. So there was a commercial for Jeep a while ago, which had this cool song. It was like... I liked it, all right? Okay, it, yeah. It was a cool song. I went and Not looked judging, it up. Yeah. I went and looked it up. It was a remix of this really weird, eclectic Islander guy that kind of defies genres and was like super famous amongst these, you know, amongst people who like that kind of music. Oh, okay. And the song, the actual song is called Bail, and it's about how you've made money your God and you'll sell everything out. And now that guy's song, which he wrote about like against corporate greed, <laughs> is being used to sell Jeeps. And I was just so fucking angry. I was like, this everything this guy stood for. He like wouldn't make he like lived in poverty on purpose to prove a point and oh, like God. barely sold his music. And now he's dead and they're using it to sell fucking Jeeps. You know what? That's the problem of leaving your rights to your kids. Yeah. Because yeah. they grew up presumably like money in hand and now it, you you ran out because you're dead so they're gonna cash in all your shit oh man that was like the, one of the most crass like exact opposite of its intended use that is so disrespectful i know pissing on their father's grave essentially like what would be worse dude it's like what would be worse to that guy you made money your god is in the wor- is in the lines of the song that's fucking crazy oh you must. You have to hate him or something, or just be so ambivalent. Or, or it, they like maybe it's possible that he died and the rights of his music went to whoever, and then you know, it always goes to the family though. A record label gets it, or they, but you know, record label never gets. Here's it. twenty, whatever. I don't think I could be wrong. Maybe they didn't know what they were going to use it for. Who knows? But I just fucking hate that. Maybe so, they're like, here's two hundred thousand dollars. I would have do it. I would have done it, dude. Daniel Tosh had the best line. He's like, people don't realize how hard it is to sell out. Like, when you say you're not going to sell out, and then you get offered that money, you're like, yeah, I've been working for this my whole life. Of course I'm taking that money. Dude, I've never said that. Because here's, here's what people don't recognize when you sell out. You can also still do the other thing. Yeah. There's no one preventing you. People just don't because now they have shitloads of money and don't feel like it anymore. And it's easier to play video games. But even if you get, like, a TV deal, you can still do stand-up. Yeah. People don't do it very often, but you can. De- yeah, it depends where you're filming and whatnot, but... We're, we're, I'm way ahead of myself. No so, one films all year round. So uh, the people ate, bowed down before the gods. Lord's anger burned against them. Verse 4. Then the Lord said to Moses, Take all the leaders of these people, kill them, and expose them in broad daylight before the Lord, so the Lord's fierce anger may turn away from Israel. Of the Moab people? The leaders of the Moab? The leaders of the Israelites that are doing this. He calls them these people now, not my people? Yeah. yeah. He's completely dismissed them? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's hilarious. Uh, I didn't notice that when I first read it. Yeah. These What do you mean? <laughs> it's not even my people anymore. These people. <laughs> in, his, in his great abounding mercy... So the Lord, so Moses said to Israel's judges, each of you must put to death those of 
your men who have joined in the worshipping of Baal of Peor. Then an Israelite man brought to his family a Midianite woman. So this is a different race. It just changes abruptly from Moab to Midian. Okay, what race? What what man? An Israelite, an Israelite man, man and a Midianite? A, a Midianite woman. Right before the eyes of Moses and the whole assembly of Israel, while they were weeping at the entrance to the tent of meeting. <laughs> so everybody's crying because a catastrophe has happened. Somebody praised somebody else but God. And now this guy brings a chick back and he's like, yeah, these are all these people crying. I don't know what they're crying about. <laughs> Is that what actually what's happening? Yeah, he brings a woman, a, a Midianite oh, are woman. Are they going to sacrifice this poor girl? When uh, Phineas, son of Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, saw this, he left the assembly, took a spear in his hand, and followed the Israelite into the tent. He drove the spear through both of them, through the Israelite and into the woman's body. Then the plague against Israel, the Israelites, was stopped. But those who had died in the plague numbered 24,000. Wait, so the plague was happening? Yeah, people are dying of the plague. And all it take took was spearing these two innocent people? Not innocent, Kyle. That guy was fucking somebody that wasn't an Israelite. Can't you see? <laughs> God in his great abounding mercy and forgiveness? Oh, sorry. I'm a race traitor. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. And so they were presumably fucking, too. And he stabbed them through the back into the chick. Well, they're fucking in front of everybody? Like, hey, look what we're doing. He <laughs> right the, in front of you. <laughs> well, into the tent. <laughs> so That's kind of funny. Everyone's, like, all freaking out about, like, the plague is going on. And everyone's blaming, like, interracial breeding. So they just go in the middle of it and just start banging. Dude. <laughs> worth think, it. You, you know what? Worth it. You think the chick was just like, deeper, deeper, deeper. That's too much. That's too much. <laughs> Uh, I do think that. Yes, I do. I think that's exactly what happened. The Lord said to Moses, Phineas, son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, has turned my anger away from the Israelites, for he was zealous, as I am for my honor among them. So that in my zeal. What? I was confusing to me. For he was speaking right now. The Lord. The Lord. His, and he's turning his anger away from the Israelites because someone just got murdered, and is he, what he's saying? Yeah, and he's saying, that Phineas guy, awesome. He says he's the guy that threw the spear. Yeah, he's, well, he drove it through. He, he wouldn't oh! Have, he wouldn't have thrown it. He would have full full force. That's fucked up. Two hands stabbed it. Yeah, so this is what the Lord says. For he was as zealous as I am for my honor among them. So in that in my zeal, I did not zealous put an end to Zealous as them. I am for my honor among them? Yeah, he was as zealous for me as I am for myself. He's like, oh, that is what he's saying. Yeah, that's what he's saying. He's saying <laughs> that Phineas guy gets it. He likes me as much as I like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's all right. <laughs> um, so, so that in my zeal, I did not put an end to them. Yeah, there's God. Oh, forgiving that- of rebellion, <laughs> about to put an end to the Israelites yet again. The entire population. Oh my God. But that one dude was pretty chill. So we're gonna have my mom back on here soon. We got to book off like three hours, and I'm going to be way more critical of her this time. I felt like I let her off the hook with bullshit answers all the time. We absolutely did. Because I, I was trying to get agreed upon. Yeah, doing. I was trying to get to like, you know, get to a point, and we kind of got to the point, and then the podcast ended. Yeah, uh, I mean, we so could do a three-hour one. We can break it up in individual episodes too on different topics. Because I feel like we're going to run along for a long time. On I want to. I want to read like verses like that to her. And be like, so God's great abounding mercy. Yeah, I don't have the. I just have the. So you believe in all gods at the same time, eh? Yeah. What the fuck is that? 
So back to the Bible, verse 12. Therefore, this is the Lord talking. Therefore, tell him I am making my covenant of peace with him. He and his descendants will have a covenant of a lasting priesthood. Okay, I miss it. Who's talking again? God is talking to Moses, and he's talking about Phineas. Oh, with him is Phineas? Phineas is the grandson of Aaron. Oh. Yeah, son of Eleazar. What a coincidence that that's the guy that killed him and brought God back on their side. And then God blessed him for generations. And Yeah, what a great coincidence. Yeah. God works in mysterious ways of being. <laughs> what is there? One point two million people at this time, and one of the direct descendants of Aaron is the one to do it. Yeah, the two guys in charge yeah. of everybody. Huh? <laughs> you would. You don't say. It's amazing how people don't see the clear, like human tendencies, just like screaming through the text. Yeah, like this is an obvious. Oh, a descendant of the guy who was in charge. <laughs> oh, that's been in charge since since like most of the Bible and continues to be. Oh, their family still is the best. Um, sorry, back. So he, uh, Phineas and his descendants will have a covenant of a lasting priesthood because he was zealous for the honor of his God and made atonement for the Israelites. The name of the Israelite who was killed was, uh, was sorry. The name of the Israelite who was killed with the Midianite woman was Zimri, son of Salu. Hey, he got a name drop at least. That's pretty cool. The leader of a Simeonite family. And the name of the Midianite woman who was put to death was Cosby. <laughs> What? C O S C O Z B I Cosby. <laughs> That's like one of the, f- like she's in a small list of women being named in the Bible. Yeah. Count herself. Cosby, daughter of Zer. That's well worth it. The tribal chief of the Midianite family. Their fuck protest. You know, it lasted for thousands of years. Their fuck protest. We're still talking about it. I know. I think we skipped over how many people got killed in the plague. No, it, it just says. Those who died in the plague was 24,000. That's like it. the plague isn't mentioned. And then it says, oh, yeah, there was a plague where 24,000 people died. Oh, just. Oh, by the way, as this is going on, 24 yeah. people. Presumably 24, God. Thousand. Yeah. But God's presumably tr- God was doing it. Oh, yeah. He did that. Because he was mad. Yeah, he did it because he was mad. And his abounding <laughs> forgiveness of rebellion. <laughs> Slow to anger. But every time he was instantaneously <laughs> fire burning inside him and you're yeah. like what already yeah i know first word <laughs> you didn't even have time to process what happened already we're going to the fire so uh the daughter so uh the lord said to moses treat the midianites as enemies and kill them because they treated you as enemies when they deceived you in the affair of peor <laughs> and their sister cosby the daughter of the midianite leader the woman who was killed when the plague came as the result of peor so God says, you know why that plague happened? Those assholes. Remember that girl that tricked one of our guys to have sex with them? That's their All fault. All the dudes are like, oh, yeah. It tricked. Is oh, shit. <laughs> I, is that oh, what happened? Oh, Damn it. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, fucking. <laughs> like tomorrow, though? We start tomorrow. Fresh. Right? So tonight... Doesn't count, really, when you think about it, if we, we start tomorrow. Tonight, we fuck in front of bail. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> the second census. You know what they should do? What? They should get, like, they should fuck their women, and then one of the Midianites should fuck an Israel woman, and then the gods would have to fight each other. I mean, they there should be god fights. There should be. It would be awesome. It's kind of weird that they just take their their uh, their risk pieces and fight without duking it out one on one. You know, it's really dumb. That's it's actually somewhat impossible. There can't be two. Oh no, really? All powerful gods, because one of them, if if 
the creator of the universe is is an entity, then there's nothing that he could create it that's as powerful as him. I actually spoke to my grandma. That's not even necessarily true. It's human this, beings can create more powerful things than us. Yeah, that, we're not human beings. Like, we're not talking about human beings. I just mean on a philosophical level, I think you can create something more powerful than yourself. Can you make a rock so big you can't lift it? That's the fucking circular... Well, that's one circular logic question. That's the same question in different no, words. Like, we can create AI. We can, but a god who created everything out of nothing cannot. Why? Because of the, the rock thing. Rock <laughs> can't lift. I don't think that disproves it. How does it not disprove it? Can God make a rock so big he can't lift it? That's that's an impossible question. Exactly. Because you ask me an impossible question doesn't prove your point. Yes, it does. Can God make something more powerful than himself? No. So what? Yes, he can. How? He can't make a rock so big he can't lift it. That's, that's the only the thing it disproves. How can he make something more powerful than himself? If he has infinite power, what could be more powerful than him? Well, if he has infinite power. That's implied. It's not implied. The creator of the if universe. If there's multiple gods, it's not implied that one god has infinite power. We're talking about one god creating everything, and if he creates another god... That's not infinite power. Yes, it is. That's just the power to create us. Whatever, Kyle. I'm, I, we're talking past That's besides other. the point. But my, I talked to my grandma about this. Mm-hmm. I was like, because... I was like, Caleb's mom. <laughs> That's what I do now. I just name drop shit. Yeah. I was like, Caleb's mom is uh, the most famous prophet in the world, and she thinks there's multiple gods. Grandma? <laughs> and then she's like, okay, maybe, but mine's the most powerful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I thought it was so funny. I always get the appeal to authority with religious people. They always go, this person smarter than me says. It's as if none of them have a brain in their heads. Oh, what a cop-out, because then you don't have to defend the point. My mom does that, too. My mom will defer to the authority of the Bible. Because then you never have to defend it. And then you're like, Mom, the Bible itself is ridiculous. Apostasy. (laughs) Fuck. How can I start doing that? Just making up quotes and be like, Einstein said this. And then now I don't have to defend my point. Yeah. I I don't understand it. Einstein said it. So it must be smarter. It's so annoying. That's great. What an easy way to piss people off and win. (laughs) The second census. After the plague of the Lord... Sorry, after the plague, the Lord said to Moses and Eleazar, son of Aaron, the priest, take a census of the whole. So who's the spear chucker guy? Phineas, the son of Eleazar. Oh, okay. That's what I was going to ask. The spear chucker. (laughs) 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 A bit literally. (laughs) Take take the census of the whole Israelite. (laughs) Whatever. Take the census of the whole Israelite community by families. All those 20 years old or more who are able to serve in the army of Israel. So on the plains of Moab, by the Jordan, across from Jericho, um, Moses and Eleazar the priest spoke with them and said, Take a census of men 20 years old or more, as the Lord commanded Moses. These were the Israelites who came out of Egypt. Ready? Yep. The descendants of Reuben, firstborn son of Israel, were Hanok, the Hanaklite clan. Uh, through Palo, the Palaite clan, through Hezron, the Hezrite clan, from Camry, the Carmite clan. These are the clans of Reuben, whose numbers were 43,730. The son of Pelu was Eliab. The son of Eliab were Nemuel and Dathan and Ebrim. The same Dathan and Ebrim, uh, where the same Dathan and Ebrim were the community at the fish of the same Dathan and Ebrim uh-huh. were the community officials who rebelled against Moses and Aaron 
were among Korah's followers when they rebelled against the Lord. Remember Dathan, Abraham, and Korah? That's when God... No. So, remember those people came up to Moses and like, we don't think you should be in charge. Yeah, yeah. And then that's Moses what I was going to say. Is that them? Yeah, that's them. So, that was when they were wandering the desert? That was when, right at the end of wandering the oh, desert. okay, yeah. Um, the, the earth, the same Dathan and Abraham who were community officials who rebelled against Moses and Aaron. Oh, they got to be old now. Um, were among Korah's followers when they rebelled against the Lord. Now they're rebelling against the Lord, not Moses and Aaron. Oh, directly. Yeah. The earth opened its mouth and swallowed them along with Korah's <laughs> followers <laughs> when the fire to. devoured when the when the fire devoured the 250 men. Oh, so they're dead. And they served as a warning sign. That was before, though, right? Yeah. That didn't happen again. The line of Korah, however, did not die out. Her bloodline. The descendants of Simeon by their clans were through Nimiel, the Nemeelite clan, through Jamin, the Jaminite clan, through Jachin, the Jachinite clan, through Zerah, the Zerahite clan, through Shaul, the Shaulite clan. These are the clans of Simeon, 22,200 men. The descendants of Gad by their clans <laughs> were Zephon of the Zephonite clan, Haggai of the Haggai clan, Shuni of the Shunite clan, Anzi of the Anzi clan, Eri of the Erite clan, through Eridi of the Eridite clan, through Aeli of the Aerolite clan. These are the clans of Gad, whose numbers were 40,500. Ur and were the sons of Judah, but they died in Canaan. Their descendants by their clans, through Shelah, the Shalite clan, Perez, the Perizite clan, Sarah, the Zerite clan, Perez. The descendants of Perez were... Hezron through the Hezronite clan, Hamel through the Hamelite clan. These are the clans of Judah whose numbers were 76,500. Descendants of Issachar were Tola, the Tolite clan, Pua, Jashub, Shimron, all of the same named clans. Those are the clans of Israel, numbered 64,300. Zebulun, Sered, Elon, Jehiel, 60,500. Descendants of Joseph um, through Messaniah and Ephraim. The descendants of Messaniah were Maker. Gilead, Gilead, Ezer, Helic, Israel. It's going to be flashbacks. Shechem, Shechemite. Dude, I've got pages and pages. Are you serious? I'm I'm just saying the names now because it just, you know how... From it the clan, from the clan. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, Shemiah, uh, Shemida of the Shemidite clan, Hefer. Uh, then it says in brackets, Zelophead had a son, Hefer, who had no sons. He had only daughters whose names were Mela, Poor Noah, bastard. Agla, Mikla, and Tizra. Uh, that gets mentioned in there. So he has no descendants. I guess not. By name, at least. Um, 52,700 of them. Descendants of Ephraim. Uh, Shuthala. The Shulathite clan. Becker. Tehan. Uh, Shuthala again. So I'd, be a, I'd be a Vesnerite and you'd be like a Campbellite. <laughs> a Vesnerite. <laughs> you would. Vesner of the Vesnerite clan. I like that. Iran, uh, these are the names of the clans of Ephraim. It's going to be my new Call of Duty. Uh, descendants of Benjamin were Bela, Ashbel, ah- Ahiram, uh, Shaphum. Um, I'm just reading the notes down here. Shaphum, the note says, A few man- manuscripts of the Masoretic texts, Samaritan and Pentateuch, Vulgate and Syriatic. Uh, it just says different places where they got these names. Um, descendants of Bela, Ard, uh, Naaman, there's 45,600 of them. Descendants of Dan, Asher, Imna, Ishvi, Beria, Beria, Heber, Malkiel. Asher had a daughter named Sarah. 53, 4,000 of those guys. Descendants of Natali, Jazeel, Guni of the Gunite clan. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Should see what his descendants are up to nowadays. <laughs> Jezer of the <laughs> Jezerite clan. What? Jezer of the Jezerite oh, clan. Okay. Uh, not 45,400. <laughs> so the total number of men of Israel was 601,730. Oh. The Lord said to Moses. I don't care. It's almost not dropped in number from the previous um, census. The Lord said, but tw- 24,000 of those fuckers died from plagues. Yeah, but they had like 1.2 million, right? So yeah, I guess cares? it is. You'd think after mass cullings, though, the population would change somewhat. Well, they're probably growing so fast, too, you know? Oh, that's true. They're having like 10 fucking kids. The Lord said to Moses, the land is to be allotted to them as an inheritance based on the number of names. To a larger group, give a larger inheritance, and to a smaller group, a smaller one. Each is to receive its inheritance according to the number of those listed. Be sure that the land is distributed by lot. What each group inherits will be according to the names for its ancestral tribe. Each inheritance is to be distributed by lot among the larger and smaller groups. Lot is uh, a gamble or... A lottery? Yeah, exactly. That's what that word comes from. Casting lots. As in, you know, do it randomly so it's not perceived as corruption. They put a bunch of grass in a hat and whichever one you pick, that's yours. These were the Levites who were counted by their clans. Gershon, Koath, Marii. These were also Levite clans. Libanite, Hebronite, Malahite, Mushite, Korite. Uh, Korah was the father of Amra. The name of Amra's wife was Jochbed, a descendant of Levi, who was born to the Levites in Egypt. To Amram, she bore Aaron and Moses and their sister Miriam. Aaron was the father of Nadab, Abu, and Eleazar, and Ithmar. But Nadab and Abu died when they made an offering before the Lord with unauthorized fire. God has killed, <laughs> I think, four of Aaron's sons now. Really? Yeah. Directly? Aaron's sons were the two guys that burnt up by fire because they used unauthorized fire. Oh, fuck. God's not fucking around with his slow to anger and great and abounding forgiveness of rebellion. So he's killing his favorites, kids. All the male Levites. That's fucked up. A month old or more numbered 23,000. They were not counted among the other Israelites because they received no inheritance among them. Why? The Levites live in the temple. Oh, right. Yeah. These are the ones They're already ca- the richest. These are the ones counted by Moses and Eleazar the priest. When yeah, what they would ca- what would they do with farmland? Oh, well, <laughs> I get their slaves to till it. Probably. These are the ones counted, sorry, by Moses. And when they counted the Israelites in the plains of Moab and the, uh, by the Jordan across from Jericho. Now, one of them was among those counted by Moses and Aaron, the priest, when they counted the Israelites in the desert of Sinai. For the Lord had told those Israelites they would surely die in the desert. Not one of them was left except Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, son of Nun. So those Caleb and Joshua are the only two left, I guess, and Moses. Of uh, Aaron's or and Moses? Of of the whole previous count of 600,000. Oh, that's men, it? All of them are dead. Oh, shit. So this is a completely new group of people. As God said it would be. Well, except for for a couple uh, stragglers there, God. Well, Caleb and Joshua were the good spies, right? Oh. They were the ones that said, God is with us. We should do it. We should do it the first time. Uh, Numbers 27. Oh, my God. Zelophehad's daughters. I was just this that word. (laughs) Z-E-L-O-P-H-E-H-A-D. Zelophehad. Wow. Yeah. The daughters of Zelophehad, son of Herfer, 
the son of Gilead, <laughs> the son of Maker, the son of Massinea. Sounds like a bad uh, D&D game. Belong to the clans of Massinea, son of Joseph. The names of the daughters were Mahala, Noah, Hogla, Mikla, and Tizra. They approached the entrance to the tent of meeting <laughs> and stood before Moses, Eleazar, the priest, the leaders, and the whole assembly and said, Our father died in the desert. He was not among Korah's followers. Korah was the one who was swallowed up by the by ground. The ground. They were not among Korah's, he was not among Korah's, Korah's followers who banded together against the Lord, but he died for his own sins and left no sons. Why should our father's name disappear from his clan because he had no son? Give us property among our father's relatives. So Moses brought their case before the Lord, and the Lord said to him, what Zelophehad's daughters are saying is right. You must certainly give them property as an inheritance among their father's relatives and turn their father's inheritance over to them. So there's God sticking up for women. Wait, what? So they say, uh, I noticed we didn't get any land. Our dad died in the desert. Oh, Kor's uh, ancestors? Uh, these are uh, the daughters of Zelophehad, son of oh. Herper, son of Gilead. He was... Not among Korah's followers. So he didn't do have anything to do with that. Oh, okay. So we deserve our inheritance. So God says they get it. This is the Lord speaking. Say to the Israelites, if a man dies and leaves no son, turn his inheritance over to his daughter. Oh, hey. If he has no daughter, give his inheritance to his brothers. If he has no brothers, give his inheritance to his father's brothers, <laughs> his uncles. Dead sisters? If his father has no brothers, give his inheritance to his, the nearest relative in his clan that he may possess him. This oh, no, no sisters. Well, nearest relative would probably fall under that. I guess so. Um, I can see by this, though, this, if God didn't write any loopholes in, there's a lot of aunts, sisters, and grandmas arguing over who gets the inheritance. Yep. Um, this is to be a legal requirement for the Israelites as the Lord commanded Moses. Then the Lord said to Moses, go up to this mountain in the Abraham range and see the land I have given the Israelites. After you've seen it, you too will be gathered to your people as your brother Aaron was. For when the community rebelled at the waters in the desert of Zin, both of you disobeyed my command to honor me as holy before their eyes. These were the waters before Meribah Kadesh in the desert of Zin. So that's back to the verse where God said, take the water from the walk and Moses struck the rock. Yeah. And nowhere did it say that he did anything wrong. No, not one place. Then later, everybody says Moses and Aaron fucked up clearly because God like it doesn't say it at the time. And then this is the same thing with Balaam. It's like. Balaam went there, did everything God said. And then for the rest of the Bible, it's like Balaam led the Israelites astray. That makes no sense. No, that, that one makes way less sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. Because at least the water one, you could be like, well, maybe they did something. But there's evidence upon evidence that Balaam did everything right. Exactly. According to the Moses. Yeah. Or whoever the fuck. So, the Jews. So what they're saying, what, they, what I just read was, God said, Moses, go up. You get to look at the promised land and not go in because you fucked up. For real? Up. Yeah. Moses doesn't get to go in. So he says, go up on this mountain and look over the promise. So right now, so everyone else gets to go to the promised land. They're on the. Yeah. So the Israelites are finally moving into the promised land. Like it's about fucking time. Yeah. After all this time. 
So does someone own this promised land? Because I'm betting they're gonna yeah. have to kill a lot of people. <laughs> exactly. So they've already killed the Moabites, the Midianites. They fought against the Amalekites. For fucking terror. Even though they, you know, and they asked, I think the the Ebermites or Eridites or something, if we can go through, and they said no, no so they killed kill all them. of them. Like the rest of the world is like, just set up shop, stay in one place, do your own thing, and they're like, no. That's mine. They're like a, they're like a <laughs> mine. barbarian, the barbarian horde. They're they're like every every mobile terror in history, like the Vikings and everything. They just yeah, the rape and pillage everywhere they go. Um. So, verse fifteen, Moses said to the Lord, "May the Lord." What the hell was that? Oh, sorry, I had to clear my throat. <laughs> okay. So, may the Lord, the God of spirits of all mankind. Appoint to a appoint a man over this community to go out and come in before them, one who will lead them out and bring them in. So the Lord's people will not be like sheep without a shepherd. So the Lord said to Moses, take Joshua, son of Nun, a man who a man in whom his spirit and sorry, a man in whom is the spirit. That's God's spirit. So what? Take Joshua, son of Nun, a man in whom is the Spirit. The Spirit is God. So he's God. So take jo- so the Spirit. God, the Spirit of God is in Joshua. Joshua basically has a good heart. God saying. So God is literally inside you. Is that what it's supposed to mean? I uh, yeah. So if you have the Spirit of God in you, that's God. Yeah. Yes. Remember when my mom said it's literally inside? I was like, if you could cut them open, could you find it? No. And I was like, okay. <laughs> All right, I won't look. So take Joshua son of Nun, a man in whom is the Spirit, and lay your hand on him. Have him stand before Eleazar the priest and the entire assembly and commission him in their presence. Give him some of your authority so the whole Israelite community will obey him. He is to stand before Eleazar the priest who will obtain decisions for him by inquiring of the Urim before the Lord. I don't know what the Urim is. I think it's some other post of the Levites. At his command, he and the Israel, the entire community of the Israelites will go out, and at his command, they will come in. So basically, take Joshua, do a ceremony in front of everybody, make him in charge, make sure the Israelites understand that Joshua is now the leader of Israel, not you. Moses did as the Lord commanded him. He took Joshua and had Joshua his, is the a descendant of Aaron? Joshua, Aaron? no, he's son of Nun. N U N none. Oh, um, he's we're just never be- mentioned before. He was mentioned before in uh, several times. He was mentioned in the scouting of the new land, and he was mentioned before that at uh, I think the desert and the mountain where something happened, and Joshua was one of the guys. He's been kind of in the background as like an up and comer. He's been mentioned maybe four times before. Okay. So Moses did as the Lord commanded him. He took Joshua and had him stand before Eleazar the priest and the whole assembly. Then he laid his hands on him and commissioned him as the Lord instructed through Moses. Now we get to more offerings, if you can fucking believe it. Um, we're, uh, we're good. Great. Yeah. So what did you learn today, Kyle? Uh, what did I learn? What happened at the beginning? At the beginning, they went, so Balaam... Um, finished blessing Israel. Yeah, I remember and that. And then they just started fucking in front of uh, All right. Baal the prophet. I learned as a woman, if you want to get mentioned in the Bible, fuck protest. 
Fuck That's protest. Way. As Fuck in protest. have sex in protest. With someone you're not supposed to have sex with in protest in front of grieving people. <laughs> Fuck protest. Yeah, it kind of says he like led her through the camp right to his tent. And everybody was <clears> like, is he taking that Midian woman into his like, tent? You're like, you got to be fucking kidding me. That's like when you take, I don't know. If you're at a house party and you kind of walk a girl through the main room. Oh, yeah. And everyone's yeah. like, is he? Are they? <laughs> and all your buddies are like, yeah. <laughs> or like, no. Or no. <laughs> Caleb, no. <laughs> I've had that one before. Are you serious, dude? <laughs> I've had some last calls. Never, uh, never party, though. I feel like if my friends were at any point were like, don't do it. I would be like, okay. <laughs> okay. I, I defer to my friends a lot. Like, if I'm drunk and you're like, yeah, don't, nah, not a good idea. I'm like, all right. You know what? To better judgment, you know? So. At one point, if I, like, regretted it, though. Like, I'm like, eh. I don't wouldn't, re- do it, wouldn't do it again. You know? Wouldn't it do like it again, it, but didn't regret it. Yeah. Not yeah, really. I don't really regret it either. I don't regret anything. No regrets. I regret everything. <laughs> you know what? But God, well, I have lots, of, lots of regrets. God Himself has regrets, so yeah. it's a completely normal thing. Apparently, the although God the who, the keys to say you don't, so I don't have any. Actually. The God who, I have zero regrets. The God who is in charge of your life, who has a plan <laughs> for for. <laughs> it's obviously not that good. Uh, some he might regret his plan. He might have been the Holocaust is going perfectly according <laughs> to plan. He's like, oh, man, I regret the Holocaust. There's actually a lot of suffering on my chosen people there. No, that's the part he liked. (laughs) Love the suffering. Love the suffering. The fact that God can have regrets and people are like the infallible word of God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's never wrong. Except except when he's wrong. Except according to himself. Uh, Yeah. Whoops. (laughs) I call that a whoopsie. You know, that's my that's my bad. Oh, I made all these people and they're not worshiping me and they're fucking each other in the ass. I... Drown them. Drown them. Angel, go look at that for me. Are they still doing it? If you're just joining us, go read, uh, go listen to the episode about Noah and we you find out all about God's regrets in that episode. Neat. <laughs> Is that the boat one? Yeah. Cool. No, Noah? <laughs> yeah, he's the in boat the ark one. or something? Yeah, he made the ark. One-windowed boat? Spoiler alert. <laughs> All right, well, we got an email. There's no spoiler alert for something <laughs> in the past. Spoiler. We got an email. Kay. Got an email. Hello, Lord of Hosts. Hey, man. And the Disruptor. No, it doesn't say Yeah, that. it does. Swear to God. All you caps, exclamation it. point. Did not <laughs> change it. They know what's up. I tried listening to the shit cast and couldn't do it. <laughs> I think I think he's supposed to listen to it 14 times, if I remember correctly. Yeah, something like 18 times. I felt like I have failed you both, but then I realized, fuck that and fuck Caleb. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an unfaithful. Besides, as a Roman Catholic, I don't need to listen to Caleb's heathen Protestant rhetoric. You want to go to war? I think those are fighting words. Yeah, we'll have a war. I follow the Pope, even the ones that were in the Hitler Youth group. (laughs) See, yeah, that's the kind of uh, this is the kind of person we're dealing with. Just the appeal to authority. Was the Pope says true? All right, I won't. I defer all judgment to the Pope. And then, since we agreed not to read these, he goes on to slander James and Jeff, yeah. <laughs> and then say, "I'm the unfaithful." Best regards, DJ Solomon. I thought there was a question there, but there was not. He just said he did not do his penance. What is his punishment now? Uh, that, no, dude, we're over it. 
Um, also, you just read that because he called you the disruptor. Yeah. Hell yeah, <laughs> I'm dude. For sure. Hell yeah. You want to get your email read on the Bible <laughs> Beaters podcast? You better not call me the interrupter. <laughs> Guess how many emails we actually got this week, Caleb? Five. <laughs> Guess how many I read? One. <laughs> You're such a dude. Get in your place. Did we get? We didn't get any more questions. No, no questions. That's this week. all right. Um, coming up on the Bible Beater podcast are more feasts. But then we get to some vows, vengeance, and we are almost through uh, the book of Numbers. Oh, we're not, actually. We get some stories, though. Less uh, lists and commands. And then on to Deuteronomy. And, uh, you know, great, like lots of murder, lots of wars. Sweet. Lots of sex, All the good stuff. Lots of heresy. Less names, though, right? Less lists of names? Oh, yeah. No lists of names. Perfect. Just Perfect. Like, Golden. We get back to like the narrative that we had in uh, Genesis, where it's more of a story and less boring. So, uh, yeah, we almost made it there. Cool. I want to keep, I wanna keep uh, plugging the Reddit subreddit if you guys want to have some arguments yeah we i'm the there shit that goes down i'm there every day i'll comment on your shit you can ask it's our bible there. beater i think not bible beaters but maybe whatever. we'll start a thread for ki- questions to ask about that my mom oh shit or, that's a or, great or idea about the episode my mom's coming back for christmas we'll do both we'll do today both. is we record these and then they sit in uh shiel in, yeah in limbo for <laughs> two weeks so we stay ahead so that way if anything happens we, we had a lot of problems early on but you guys <laughs> might remember you know when we sounded tired that was the third episode in a row yeah we recorded some uh multiple per day or every day and we just had nothing to say it's fucking it's hard so it's hard you really run out of steam yeah at the second day you're like all right not our best but we'll get through it and oh, then i what? forgot i totally forgot there was so, this. I want to talk about this at the beginning. There was a guy. Did you hear about this guy that tried to be a missionary off the coast of India? Yes, I did. I just heard about him. <laughs> okay, yeah, tell it. So this guy, I think his name was uh, so funny, John Asha or something. He's Indian. He's uh, no, he's from a, India, right? It was in India, the Senegalese or something like that. Oh, he wasn't Indian. No, he was. I only heard. Bri- he heard was American. Briefly. Oh, that's fucking way better. He's American. That's way better. He went there on a tourist visa. <laughs> so there's a small island with a few dozen people living on it. Who have been hostile every time people go there. There's actually a quarantine of five nautical miles. It's the only uncontacted tribe that we know of in the world. Yeah. Today. And if you look at a map, there is nothing around them. There's like, nothing. How did they get there? It's crazy. Yeah. So these people. So this guy got it in his head that he was going to go preach. <laughs> preach. It's kind of noble, though, when you think about it. But it's for glory. He wants to tell everyone. Probably. But if it actually is noble, he's like, these people are going to hell. And you know I, what I mean? Yeah, because my my perfectly just God would send these people that have no chance to hell. Right? <laughs> of course they would. So this, I think they do a little bit of cannibalism. If I remember they're correctly. so remote that uh, you're like any if you went there, me or you, we would give them like we'd give them a disease and probably wipe them all out. Probably for sure. So this guy is just an ignorant ignorant asshole. So if he you guys goes look there, it up online, there's a really cool photograph of them shooting bows and arrows at a plane driving, plane flying by. It's yeah. really cool. <laughs> shooting bows and arrows. So he went there and he's like, hey, it's me. I'm here to tell you the word of God. <laughs> and they shot him up full of arrows and he's rotting on the beach right now. They're not, they can't, they're unable to retrieve his body even. Yeah, obviously. Um, so. Fucking, I, I don't know. That sucks for his family, but you're an idiot. 
Yeah. You're so stupid. No, he fully deserves it. I just wanted to bring up the some, some of the theological ideas. He probably just got sober. Number one. Number one. The fact that this guy believed that his God was going to burn these people unless he went and talked to them. Yeah. So That's a lot of narcissism right there. Ex- well, he, God is also the source and solution to this problem, right? Yeah. Then he gets shot up full of arrows and everyone's like, wow, what a noble death. He's a martyr. He's a martyr. He died trying to Who is saying that? Like the Christians. Are they the, really? On these forums, yeah. Oh, fuck. Of course they are. He's a <laughs> martyr? Yeah. He's a moron to the rest of the world. Sorry to no, tell he's you. A mar- he technically is a martyr. He is. Yeah, you're right. He died spreading the word of God. True. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he died they, for his cause. They, they saw arrows lodged in his Bible. Like he was holding the Bible up. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I'd buy that Bible for so much money. Oh, I would love to own that. Read it on the podcast. Fuck, I'd mount it on my wall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck, that'd be awesome. I wanted to. Br- I just wanted to bring that. It's like up. a perfect visual metaphor. So uh, yeah, if that's the podcast or simile for this week. or whatever. I'm trying to say, don't call me stupid. <laughs> Everyone listening, you know, a simile. you know. Yeah, simile know. is a comparison using like or as. All right. Well, I want to see you guys on the Reddit forums. I'm going to be there too. I think I might have to change my Reddit name because it's so stupid. I made it when I was a. Like a much younger. My current one is Double Vision Two Zero Four. Was why'd you? What's that from? It was a song I was listening to at the time, like an old classic rock song. And Two Zero Four is my area code in Winnipeg. <laughs> so uncreative. I was never a creative, creative child. Well, thanks for listening, Dildos. We'll see you next week. Yeah, spread the word of the Bible Beaters podcast. Look us up on iTunes. Check us out at CanadaComedy.ca. Let your friends know. Give us a five-star review. You guys know how it is. This is the Disruptor. That's a load of hosts. Peace. Interrupted. Oh, Jesus. To get to heaven, you ain't gotta die.